Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. everybody, Tony Marcolini. I'm joined with my co-host Seamus McDonough for another episode if it may interest you to know. Today we have a special guest. She is a, is a multi-award winning solo performer, writer, uh, and performer for a show called The Pink Hulk. Please welcome Valerie David to the show. Welcome Valerie. Hi, thank you both Tony and Seamus for having me. I really appreciate it. Welcome, Valerie. Yeah, we're, we, Thank you. Seamus and I were talking even before you joined us. Uh, you know, we both really have such respect for what you're doing. But, but why don't you tell us, you know, you're, about your journey? You're certainly your three-time cancer survivor. Uh, I think your first diagnosis was to, uh, 1999 or so. Did I get that right? Yes, yes, that is correct. Yes. And go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey? Of course. Well, I am a proud cancer survivor. And as Tony mentioned three times, and the first time I was diagnosed in 1999 with stage three non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I am considered cured of that. And I was really grateful to my family and friends and doctors and pulled through and it was a really intense time. I had six months worth of chemo condensed into three. So 15 years later, I was doing, um, I, I was celebrating, I was celebrating my anniversary in Aruba with my best friend. And about three months earlier, I felt a lump under my armpit, but I really didn't pay much attention to it. I was like, oh, you know, maybe it's just a little something. And I ignored it. And then three months went by right before the trip and we were uh, going in early July, end of June. And I felt the lump again and it had gotten bigger. So I thought, "Mm, I have a weird feeling. So when we went to Aruba, we had a great time and I told my best friend, and this is also all in the Pink Hulk, One Woman's Journey to Find the Superhero Within solo show that I wrote. And uh, I felt that lump. And then I told her about it. And she said, no, I think you should get this checked. So it's a real wake up call for us to always trust our instincts. Like I knew something was amiss, but I kept saying, no, 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 I'm sure it's nothing. And then it grew. And then I was starting a new job uh, as a freelancer, just as a side gig. And my insurance was starting uh, about uh, three months after I was going to be uh, coming back from Aruba. So I thought I would even wait then. 
And a friend of mine named Joan in real life, and she's Joanne in the play, was like, you better go to the doctor now. What are you crazy for waiting? But I was worried about the finances, right? I was worried about having to pay out of pocket for insurance that I hadn't gotten coverage yet. So I called my gynecologist's office and told them the situation. And they were like, you know, Valerie, we'll give you this really huge discount. Come on in. And I came in that Monday and I was back at my cancer hospital the next day and found out within a couple of days that I had stage two breast cancer. So then I went through eight months of uh, surgery, chemo, radiation. The whole treatment lasted about eight months. Everything was great and I was in remission. And then four years later in 2018, because this was 2014 when I was diagnosed with stage two breast cancer, this time I was at a writing retreat in Connecticut with Live and in Color, uh, which is this wonderful theater organization. And I was working on my new play about my father fleeing Iraq in 1941 called Baggage from Baghdad. And I was looking out on these beautiful mountains, writing and writing, and I had this really bad pain. And I said, this time I know something is wrong and I'm not gonna ignore it, you know, uh, trusting the instincts and saying, I'm not gonna wait. So I called my uh, oncologist's office and I said, and in, this is all in the show, but for dramatic purposes, mm -hmm. I asked the question, do I have cancer? But in real life, I called and said, hi, it's Valerie. I've got these pains. I have cancer again. And they're like, no, 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 I'm sure it's a pulled chest muscle. And I said, no, this is, this is cancer again. And so I had biopsies and tests and I was given the blessing to go to Portland, Oregon to still perform my show at, uh, in, in a festival called the Come Inside uh, Sex and Culture Festival, which is, I always say cancer and is, is, a, is, a, is a sexy thing. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. So I was in the Come Inside Sex and Culture Festival. And when you see the Pink Hulk live, you'll understand uh, this, why I was in this festival. And my doctor's like, the show must go on. And I said, absolutely, the show must go on. And I knew sometime during that time in Portland, Oregon, I knew I was going to find out the definitive results. And Seamus and Tony, I kept going, I don't mind finding any day out any day that week that I'm there for the run. But please don't have it be the day the show is opening. That's all I ask. Just not the day the show is opening. Well, the day the show is opening, I'm walking into the theater for a tech rehearsal and it's around 10 a.m., 1 p.m. in New York and my cell phone rings and I know the number, you know, that 646 number and I was like, uh-oh, in trouble. So I knew in my heart and my heart was pounding and I picked up the phone and it was my oncologist to tell me that I had stage four metastatic breast cancer that spread to my bones. And I was shocked. I was devastated, but not completely shocked because I had suspected something was wrong. And that's the great thing about trusting our instincts is that I knew something was wrong and I was right. 
and for better or for worse, right? And so she was very sweet and she said, you know, when you get back, we'll go over what your treatment's going to be and break a leg tonight. And you can sure, as I'm sitting here right now with you, I was not going to let cancer stop me. And I did the show that night and I performed it and did the whole run and didn't miss a show, even though I was not feeling well because the stage four breast cancer manifested in my chest area. So it was in the bones of my chest area and also in my rib cage. So it made it very mm -hmm. hard to breathe and to talk. And I had this chronic cough from it. So I, I say, called it liquored up with uh, throat lozenges, cough syrup, everything to just get me through that hour of the show. And it worked. And I was really grateful to be able to do the show. And it was a testament to say, no matter what happens in your life, literally and figuratively, the show must go on. And, and that's what the message is of the Pink Hulk, is to find that inner superhero inside you to conquer that adversity and rise above any of those challenges with the help of family and friends and doctors and a supportive group. So I did the run and I got back to New York and... The interesting part is that, that I had this uh, side gig job as a copy editor. And so at an agency that I was freelancing for eight months before I was diagnosed with stage four cancer, I was working on a relatively new metastatic breast cancer drugs ad campaign, not knowing that eight months later, I would have stage four metastatic breast cancer. So when I was studying the drug and doing the research for the ad campaign, I was like, wow, this looks like a really great drug. I don't have <laughs> metastatic breast cancer, but hey, you know, uh, it, I, it, anyone who does have it, that looks like a darn good drug. So I was back in New York and they were going over treatment options. My oncologist had offered to put me on this uh, other drug. And I said, you know, I have to ask you a question. I was on this ad campaign for this other drug and I would really like to try this one instead. How do you feel about that? And she said, if that's what you want, I'm willing to try that and let's do it. So I put myself on my own drug that I found and studied. And five months later, it was time for another scan to see if where we were with the stage four metastatic breast cancer. And I was absolutely petrified. I was really nervous. And throughout those five months, Tony and Seamus, I kept performing the Pink Hulk. I had other gigs, I didn't cancel. And I kept performing and I kept performing. And I actually felt like my own show helped keep me going. And the, the message of my show of having hope and never giving up was now seeping into me as a cancer, as a cancer patient again. So I remember that um, it was the five months and I remember, okay, I'm going to get the, that phone call again. Right? And I found out that not only did the cancer improve, there was actually no trace of it. Wow. Wow. The, can the cancer drugs, no evidence of disease in uh, the um, new tumor that was under my armpit, 
nor were there the lesions that had showed up previously, had shown up previously on the chest and the rib cage. That's area. amazing. So that what it was one of the greatest days of my entire life. And I remember I mm. I was I was just I was I was um just blown away and I ran outside and I called my mom and I was like, Mom! I was like, Mom, <laughs> Dad, get on the phone. You're not gonna believe this. You're not gonna believe this. And my mom's like, What? What happened? I was like, they said the cancer's gone and there's no trace of it. And we're crying and screaming. I'm sure people on the sidewalk thought I was a loony bird. Um, and we're like, okay, let's get this woman a straight jacket and take her straight <laughs> to Bellevue. Because I was literally screaming and dancing in the streets. You know, I was, it was like, it was like one of the triumphant moments of my entire life. Wow. And um, yeah, wow. yeah, it was just, it was an amazing, an amazing uh, time. And I was so grateful. And I wanted, and, and all of this is part of the, um, oh, I'm getting verklempt to let talk amongst yourselves, like the, the Linda Richmond. Um, so I um, wanted that to be something really a, a part of the show. And the journey with the show, and I'll be really honest with you, and I'm not going to, when I was diagnosed with cancer a third time, I was actually afraid to say anything to the audiences, right? So when I was in Portland, I didn't reveal yet that I had had cancer because I just got there and I was trying to process it. And then when I got back to New York, there, have, there had to be a decision made do I reveal this or do I keep, you know, saying I'm a two-time cancer survivor <clears throat> and not say that now I have cancer a third time? So that psychologically was a really difficult time for me because I was afraid what, what's going to become of people thinking of the Pink Hulk. I'm supposed to be uh, this persona of the Hulk and that I'm supposed to be when someone's in that dark tunnel, I want to be the light to bring them through the tunnel. But when my tunnel became dark, then what do I do? So I had a really hard time deciding what to do. And the woman who helped me dramaturg the new ending for the show, I remember we were together and she was like, Valerie, are you the pink Hulk? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, well... <laughs> Pink Hulk, she goes, what would the Pink Hulk do? And I said, the Pink Hulk would tell the truth. And so I had a second ending to the show that I did before I found out that the medicine had worked. And I decided to reveal my cancer, third cancer diagnosis in Virginia Beach, Virginia, which is where I grew up at the Z Theater, which was this beautiful theater that had recently opened up then. And my whole family was there uh, and they all knew, but no one else knew. My sister flew in from Seattle. You know, my whole immediate family had been there. All of my high school friends, it was packed with all such love in the audience from where I grew up. And the Z Theater was so wonderful. And I did tell the Z Theater and I said, I have a new ending. 
and they were so supportive and they had the uh, lighting designer come up with this really beautiful design once I reveal that I had cancer a third time. And I remember I was petrified because um, I hear I was the last line of my show is, you know, um, you know, you know, activating that superhero and we're all superheroes. And I said, you know, my color is bright pink. And that's like the last end of the show. And then I said to the audience, you know, after they were clapping, I'm like, okay, uh, there's something I need to tell you. And so during that new second ending, at the end of it, you know, I put on a pink cape and I'm like, I've reactivated the superhero within. Mm -hmm. And I, I tell them what happened that I had not had cancer and now it's back again, but I'm going to mm -hmm. reactivate the superhero. And don't you ever think that I'm not going to keep fighting and I'm never going to give up hope. And then at the end, it's like the pink cult persists, the pink cult I, the pink Hulk exists. The pink Hulk persists. Stay tuned. And then this giant <laughs> puff of smoke, pink smoke all over. And the whole place starts screaming, like crying. Wow. It was like, they were like, oh my God, I didn't know you had cancer again. Oh my gosh. And, they, and people were crying. And my, I was so proud of myself and my family. And we were, and I said, don't you worry, I'm going to beat this. And then 10 days later. I had to call everyone and go because I got those results that phone call where I was dancing in the streets and I called everyone and let them know that uh, 10 days after I revealed the ending that I had cancer again there's now no evidence of disease so then wow. I added another ending to the show uh, mm -hmm. that's the third ending that talks about what I just uh, talked with you about uh, having the cancer again, calling and saying uh, something's wrong and something was wrong, uh, going to Portland and doing the show and then finding out, you know, that everything was okay. And that's that all that. So I have three endings to the pink cult and I don't want any more endings. <laughs> I want to keep it as, as is, no evidence of disease. So, um, so I want to keep that going. What a story. What a story. Wow. It is amazing. I, I read the Broadway World. They did this wonderful, I think, review of your show. And the writer said it was the most powerful and poignant two hours, uh, you know, uh, ever spent in a theater. Oh, my <laughs> um, goodness. So, I mean, that's just quite a bit, <laughs> I think, about, about the show. Um, now... During the, the days when you were at your, I guess, lowest or your sickest, it must have been really hard to go on and pull that together. Uh, I mean, what was your motivation? I mean, to, to, I mean, I mean, most people would, would be selfish or feel selfish, right? I, I'm going through this. I need to focus on myself. And you're more about spreading a message, right? A message of hope. Like you can battle it. You can do it. And I guess that's what was so important about you, the show going on, right? To show that uh, you were going to fight. And this is what hope looks like. It looks like activity. Uh, you know, right. it looks it looks like moving forward uh, and and fighting and having a plan. So I, I get it, but I mean, I think it would have been really tempting to just be selfish and say, I, I just, I have to worry about me uh, and, and not this and just walked away. What, right, right. What was your motivation? I mean, I, I mean, to a certain extent, maybe it actually helped that you, you kept doing it because it gave you this purpose. 
Yes, it did. And I think, I think you hit it right on the nail. I think that my own show was my therapy that by doing the show, it was a constant reminder of find the superhero within Valerie, reactivate your superhero within Valerie. Don't give up Valerie. This is what your message is. This is what your show is about. And it never became more clear than when I was diagnosed with cancer a third time that I really realized the power of my show was helping me. And I think my family was also a huge motivating factor. I had a my paternal grandmother had cancer and survived when there was only radiation back in the fifties and she survived cancer and, and eventually she succumbed to it. But 35 years later, um, I mean, she's a powerhouse. My own father has stage four prostate cancer and he's my motivation. He's 89 years old. So, um, you know, and, and I, and I remember he's so, my, my parents are amazing. I have an amazing family. And I said to my dad, I'm like, dad, how do you deal with this? Like, you're so like cool as a cucumber. And I'm like, you, you don't seem phased by this. And I'm like an emotional kind of wreck about having cancer again. And I go, dad, what do you go? He goes, ah. <laughs> you know, yeah. eh. it is Life. what it is. And I was like, it was so motivating and he was right, you know, it is what it is. And, and I have a choice of how I deal with it. And he has a choice of how he deals with it. So I know that, you know, that cliche, the cards that you're dealt, but it's up to you to decide how you want those cards to land. You know, do you want to have aces or do you want to be the joker? You know, like, do you want, what kind of card do you want to play in your life? You've got control over that. I don't have control over having cancer, but I have control of how I'm going to live my life with it. And instead, it's it's actually been I, a gift. And you'll hear this, you know, with any person that talks about cancer, that it became that gift because we realize how precious life is. And the art, Kristen Morale, who wrote that review. Um, she, I just finished a run of the show at the Cell Theater in Manhattan in honor of Oct in honor of October Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and she came to the show again with her mother, who's also a cancer survivor. And the first time she came, I didn't get a chance to meet her or her mother. And I, I had met Kristen uh, recently. You know, we've been keeping in touch, but I hadn't met her mother, um, who was a cancer survivor. And this was just you know a couple of weeks ago. So it was really special to have them, Kristen there again and her mom and meeting her mom. And they're just super wonderful people. And uh, I love the, they also gave me these amazing cupcakes. <laughs> um, and uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're sweeter, they're sweeter than those cupcakes that lasted the New York minute, I can assure you. Yeah. So, um, so it, and it, and it was difficult, but again, it, the, I also want to reiterate with the Pink Hulk, it's not about um, cancer. It's about facing adversity in life. So I've had friends tell me that they quit jobs that they didn't like because they were motivated by my show because they saw how I, I, I 
live life on my terms and and we all want to live life on our terms and life is too short not to make the most of it and be the happiest we can and mm. fulfill our lives with what our dreams are and to surround ourselves with people that we love and that love us and support us there's no time for bs anymore especially mm. during these times am i right or am i right totally. life is too yeah. short on so many yeah. fronts and we've all painfully learn those lessons a lot lately and that this is the time that we need to really focus on what we want in our lives and how we want to live the rest of our lives and really not letting go of our dreams agreed thank you so where can someone uh, get information about the touring schedule for the show oh yes um i have a website uh for that lists all the information and the history about the show and it's pinkhulkplay.com p-i-n-k-h-u-l-k-p-l-a-y pinkhulkplay.com and people can reach me directly also on my um web on my uh, instagram and facebook which is at pinkhulkplay and my email is pinkhulkplay at gmail.com. So that's the best way to, uh, to get in touch with me to find out about the, the next shows and the touring schedule. And, you know, feel free to, you know, uh, request to be put on my email list. And I'd love to have you on the email list as well. That's and to keep in touch with people. And the one thing I also, yeah, wanted to say, too is that after the shows um after every single performance i also have a performance audience talk back with the audience and a q a and i it's been a wonderful experience i have a talk back with the audience and i, I most of the time i also invite healthcare professionals from our community to talk about the pink hulk and their impact, the, its impact, and also the healthcare experts give wonderful advice and feedback and to all the questions that the audience asks and as well as myself. So it's a wonderful experience where we're all uh, together with the audience as one. And the show is very intimate. It's like like what we're doing now as if we're at a coffee shop and we're mm. having coffee or tea and we're we're talking with each other and i mm. uh and, and it's a very personal and really great mm. experience to be with the audience the audiences also motivate me when you asked what motivated me to go on the audiences mm. and and it's a very um reciprocal relationship it's it's a real one-on-one -on -one with the audience that i absolutely mm. love and i also raise money for cancer organizations through pink hulk performances as well i mean beautiful I yeah, I, I highly recommend um, for anybody listening or watching uh, us, you know, that you go onto the website and check check it out. It's definitely worth uh, the, the time and the energy uh, to go out and see the show. I know there's inclination nowadays for people to stay home more, uh, but it's this is a show so worthwhile and I think empowering. It's really a gift that you're giving back to uh, society and anyone who's battling anything, it doesn't have to be cancer. There's a whole host of other medical problems out there in the world uh, that 
and people are suffering with. So, and if it's a medical problem, if it's a money problem, I think the message is, you know, you can look inside yourself to figure out what you need to move forward. You know, you can help yourself. You're never in a situation where um, you're just backed into the corner. You're out of options. It's really a show about empowering you to find your options. Um, exactly. So that, right. So I think that definitely, you know, makes it worthwhile for whatever you're going through in life. Uh, who doesn't like to go be supercharged a little bit, right? To be the Superman, to go fly to the sun a little bit and get recharged. Uh, and to <laughs> exactly. Be able to look at things yeah. with uh, a, a new outlook and a fresh outlook can do a world of difference in examining your own problems. You know, I know, as you know, I mean, I, I myself as a cancer survivor and um, yes. you know, it was a divine tap on the shoulder for me uh, to say, you know, there's some, something's wrong with how you're living and you need to examine that. So I, I think yes. that's kind of her, you know, Valerie's message is, is, is that exactly like figure out what's going on, you know, figure out how, what your options are and how you can make your life the best it can be, or not to be afraid to maybe follow a dream or to go to, to battle with whatever, whatever mental illness or physical ailment that you may have, you know, take it on, take your pitch and swing. Uh, exactly. And, and I think that's the, the message behind it, which makes it very worthwhile. Uh, Seamus and I really wish you luck with it, Valerie. Thank you. Yes. And, and the thing too, with the talkbacks is that we also um, provide resources for cancer patients and survivors. We have lists of organizations that you can contact. Uh, for instance, uh, Gilda's Club, which is now called Red Door okay. Community. Uh, have, they all have free programs, the American Cancer Society, Cancer Care. I, I also want to provide those resources that there are financial help out there as well. Mm -hmm. Wow, because we know that um, bankruptcy from 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 illness is a huge problem in our country. So mm -hmm. there are organizations that actually help financially as well. And, you know, I, I, I know you are a fellow cancer survivor and you, mm -hmm. you know, understand the importance of keep going and, and that tap on the shoulder and, mm -hmm. and really helping other people mm -hmm. who've gone through what we've gone through is for me, you know, a, a mission and what you and Seamus do with, with this wonderful podcast, helping people and educating people and connecting people. And I have to thank Samantha Jones for connecting me yes. to you. It's a shout out to Samantha oh, Jones. And, yeah. and, and Seamus, I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Samantha Jones, the, the real Samantha Jones. And Seamus, you're a boxer, so you're a fighter too, you know, former I, boxer. So you 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 <laughs> understand. I, I I was in the ring with cancer and knocked it out. Right? That's exactly what I thought, Valerie. And, and, and Tony, too, I commend too. you both. I commend you both. I, I, I feel a little, a little bit of loss here. But you had me... Oh my God, so emotional. And listening to you was so beautiful. You reminded me of like right before a fight, like and the moment when you find out about the cancer, you're going to go on stage and you, you find out you got, you got cancer a third time and everything, everything else disappears in your, in your world. There's nothing else there, only that one moment. Go ahead. Right, right before a fight, everything boils down to this moment right here, right now. And when you went on stage, how how powerful you must have felt uh, 
being present which in the moment, which is such a powerful experience. And so I commend you for that. that and just listening to you and, and, and your journey and, and your victory and Tony's victory over a uh, 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 disease that took, that, that took my, my mom's life and my sister in New York, uh, who just overcame, um, she's totally free now about breast cancer, Rosaline, both, my mom and my sister both for Rosaline. But uh, so, so survivors, thank you so much, guys. It's, 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 it's commendable. And I feel so honored to, uh, to know women like you both, both of you and Tony. So thank you both. Thanks, Seamus. Thank you, oh, Valerie. Well, thank you. On. And thank you for sharing that about your, your family too. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. And we'll put the link. I so up. appreciate it. And uh, you both. In yes. And you inspire me both too. Uh, thank you for all that you do. And, you know, we have to keep putting our boxing gloves on and, and fight whatever comes our way. Right. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. yes. And knock it in the ring uh, yeah. and keep going. Right. And yes thank you for sharing about your family as well well thank you so much i appreciate it and it was lovely to be with both of you and thank you for having me on an honor to meet you thank you thank, thank you. you so for us here it may interest you to know bye